Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, Young Chefs! Hello, Young Chefs. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi, Oven Mitt, Molly's right-hand gal and co-host on the show. Every week we talk about the fun and fantastical side of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we use all those ingredients to make a mystery recipe together. So far, we know it will use water and brown sugar. Can you guess what it is yet? We have a great episode for you today. First off, our official ingredient guesser, Ava Lee, is back to help us figure out this week's theme. Then, Champ is here to crack this case wide open in today's scoop. And finally, everyone's favorite climate change fighting butter knife is here for the sustainable solution. Plus, I finally mastered how to start a campfire. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. But first, the theme song. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. Oliver, can you please bring me some crackers? Mystery recipe. And we're back. Hooray! So, Mitzi, campfire? Yes. It's not a long story, but it does involve today's ingredient theme. So I'm going to wait until after guess the ingredient. Sounds like a good idea then. Well, let's get right to it. For guess the ingredient, I am going to play three sounds and you at home get to try and guess what ingredient will be our theme for this week. Are you ready to play? Here we go. Any guesses what ingredients these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up Ava Lee. Ava Lee is 11 years old and lives in Atlanta, Georgia. Hey there, Ava Lee. Hi. How's it going this week? It's going good. What about you? Going pretty well. I'm excited to see you again, and thank you so much for being here. No problem. Are you ready for the first sound? Yep. All right, here it is. Okay, that one I cannot guess. I do not know. It's tricky. Is it like a loud sound or a soft sound? Let's start there. It's a loud sound. It sounds like water. So something similar to water, but not water. Let's just keep that in the back of our minds, and we can go on to the second sound. Maybe we'll get more context there. Sounds like somebody breaking some spaghetti. Let's focus on the word breaking. That's important. It's not spaghetti, but breaking is an important feature of this sound. And we can go on to the next sound. Okay. It sounds like somebody eating, to be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what would they be eating? Something crunchy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely not something like squishy, something hard and crunchy that you need to break open before you eat, potentially. Right, well, so tell me more about like the breaking open thing. Do you have more thoughts on what that sound could be? Yeah, I think the breaking open could be like breaking open a peanut or like a walnut. Totally. So, so far, we know that you have to crack this ingredient, and it's hard and dry. Now, you might have an idea of what this ingredient is, but in case you still haven't guessed it, listeners, I have a few hints for you. This ingredient is the second most popular tree nut worldwide, second only to almonds. It's also something we might have on its own as a snack, use in baking, or as an ingredient in dishes like salad, pestos, and sauces. And when you crack the shell and get to the kernel, it sort of looks like a brain. So, with those hints and our three sound clues, can you guess what ingredient we'll be focusing in on this week? Walnuts! Yes! Another amazing job! Welcome to Walnut Week! All this week, we are going to be talking about the nutty and nutritious world of walnuts. Walnuts are the seeds of a juggling tree, commonly known as a walnut tree. They are the pit of the walnut fruit, which we'll learn more about in just a minute. There's several kinds of walnut trees, but the two most common are the black walnut and the Persian or English walnut, and those are the two we'll be focusing on the most. And listeners, if you are allergic to nuts, do not worry. You can absolutely still make our mystery recipe without adding walnuts to it. So, Ava Lee, now that you know what our ingredient is, are those sounds making more sense to you? Uh-huh. Great. What was that first one? I don't know what the first one is. That's a hard one. So that is actually the sound of rustling leaves. Oh, Yeah, so those are the rustling leaves of a walnut tree. Not a common sound. And then that second sound you got, that was the cracking of a walnut shell. And then the final sound... The final sound was somebody eating a walnut. Exactly. Avalee, wonderful job once again with Guess the Ingredient this week. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye! Molly! So... I am very excited to share that I am taking outdoor survival classes, which is why I'm working on my campfire skills. Outdoor survival classes? That's exciting, Mitzi. Yes! When I think of walnuts, I think of big, beautiful walnut trees deep in the forests of North America. Walnut trees also grow in southwestern Asia, East Asia, South and Central America, and all over Europe. Oh, good to know. But I keep picturing the woods and trees, and I was feeling very disconnected from nature. Disconnected how, Mitzi? Well, if you were to drop me off in the middle of the woods, I would be totally lost on how to survive. I don't know what I'd eat or where I'd sleep or how I'd stay warm and dry. That's pretty normal, Mitzi. I'm not sure how I'd do most of those things either. Well, I just felt like I wanted to work on my outdoor survival skills. So I'd taken these classes, and I've got my first lesson... Right now. Hello? Kyle! Hi, Mitzi! Hey, Molly! Hey, Kyle. What are you doing here? Your segment isn't for a little while. Well, I'm here to help Mitzi with her outdoor survival skills. Are you ready for your first lesson, Mitzi? Ready as ever! All right, Molly, I'll be back. You might not recognize me when I return. I'll be so rugged and covered in dirt and leaves. We're just going up to the roof, Mitzi. Oh, okay. See you soon! Have fun, friends. 
Well, listeners, that means it's time for The Scoop. Champ, can you hear me? Loud and clear, Molly. So, Champ, who are we talking to today? Well, Molly, today I'm talking to a nutcracker, Hans. Hans Peter. (laughs) Sorry, Hans Peter. And I am a ballet dancer. And a nutcracker? Yes. Perfect. Molly, we'll hear more from Hans Peter right after this. That's right. It's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Driscoll's. Driscoll's berries are sweet snacks worth sharing straight out of the container. I told my kids, Olive and Toby, all about them while we snacked on some Driscoll's blackberries. Olive, did you know that Driscoll scientists and berry innovators have worked for years to make a blackberry that is so sweet and delicious that all you have to do is rinse them off and you're good to go? You think these blackberries are good enough to eat on their own? Yes, because because they're so sweet. Yeah, Toby, do you like sharing snacks with me? No. The sweetness isn't just inside these Driscoll's blackberries. It's also in the moments they help make. Just add only the finest blackberries to make your everyday moments a little sweeter. Visit driscolls.com slash ATK to discover more. Hi, grown-ups. In our latest cookbook, Kids Can Cook Anything, we help you teach your young chefs how to cook anything, such as bike tires, fake flowers, even the concept of joy. Uh, hey, Chad, we don't literally teach kids how to cook anything. Oh, hi, Afton, deputy food editor here at America's Test Kitchen Kids. We do have 70-plus recipes in this book, but they are only recipes for food. Has your young chef ever wondered about the best way to chop an onion or separate an egg or even how to make fancy-looking chocolate pastry puffs for breakfast, an oven-baked chicken with teriyaki sauce for dinner? Kids Can Cook Anything, the new book from ATK Kids, answers all of those questions. Oh, wow. Plus, there's QR codes throughout the book that link to video examples, which make this way more than your average cookbook. But Afton, who's going to show me how to cook a bike tire? Hopefully, no one. Grown-ups, you can get Kids Can Cook Anything wherever books are sold or by going to atkkids.com slash shop. And we're back, and it's time for The Scoop. Take it away, champ. Thanks, Molly. Today, I'm here talking to Hans Peter, a nutcracker and ballet dancer. Hans Peter, care to introduce yourself first, please? Yes, hello, hello. Like I said, I am a ballet dancer, and also, technically, I am a nutcracker. Though I am mostly decorative, I can crack a nut's shell when needed. Care to describe what you look like for our listeners? Well, of course. (laughs) Listeners, I have black boots, tight white pants, a red coat with brilliant gold stripes and buttons a tall black hat, wiry white hair, and a beard. And you're about eight inches tall, made of wood. Well, sure. That too. So, Hans Peter, since it's Walnut Week on our show, we wanted to talk to someone who is well acquainted with walnuts. Well, you came to the wrong person. Really? Um, I assumed being a nutcracker you'd 
know a lot about nuts. Well, you know what they say about assuming things. Don't do it. I mean, okay, I did go through nutcracker basic training. I guess I know textbook stuff. Textbook stuff is great. We love textbook stuff. Like what? Well, did you know walnuts are the seeds of a walnut fruit? I did not know that. What kind of fruit is it? It's a small green fruit called a droop, and it looks almost like a lime. You can't really eat it, though, because there's not much inside the droop other than the walnut shell and kernel. It's almost like a rind or husk that most people take off and throw away to get to the nut itself. Most people? Some people keep the green husks or hulls and pickle them, or use them to flavor syrups and other liquids. But must we keep talking about walnuts? What I really want to talk about is the dance. Just to clarify, inside the walnut fruit is the nut itself. Right, which is made of a hard outer shell and then the kernel, or edible nut inside. Okay, uh, enough walnut talk. Sure, Hans. Um, I'm actually a bit surprised to hear that you're a ballet dancer, if I'm being honest. Surprised? Well, excuse you, champ. Do I not have the legs and posture of someone classically trained? Well, it's just that you're made of wood. And? And your arms and legs don't even move. Just your jaw moves. I, I, uh, <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Isn't it just terrible? What kind of a cruel and unforgiving person could make a hideous contradiction like me? <laughs> hideous contradiction? Don't talk about yourself that way, Hans. You're beautiful. There's a beautiful monster, maybe. <laughs> You're not a monster. Come on, man. All I do is crush things. All I do is destroy why would someone make me so beautiful? Make me in the image of a famous ballet dancer. Why give me some nice legs if they don't even move? All I will ever be able to do is crush, 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 chomp, chomp, chomp. Make me look like a shark, then, or a squirrel. How happy would I be if I were a squirrel nutcracker? That would make way more sense. But no. I have this jawline and this beautiful hat, and I will just sit on your shelf for eleven months until someone remembers to buy walnuts around Christmas time. Hans Peter, I'm, I'm so sorry. That sounds really hard. It is really hard, champ. It is really, 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 really hard. And sure, I can't move, but... I still know every eight count of choreography for every dancer in the Nutcracker, the 1892 two-act ballet. What am I supposed to do with all this knowledge? Why was I made like this? Oh. Wait, that's it, Hans? What is? You know every dancer's choreography? I do. I was born knowing it, and I don't know why. Well... 
You can be a choreographer. You can teach other people all the moves. I can. Of course you can. People put on that ballet every winter. It will be the perfect job for you. You're right, champ. You're right. Oh, this is perfect. Thank you. Thank you. I'll never have to crack another nut again. <laughs> and thank goodness for that, because my TMJ has been really acting up lately. Wow, this is incredible, champ. Turns out that even if you are a highly decorative, immobile, wooden figurine, there's still always a way to follow your dreams. I think that's our scoop for today, Molly. Walnut trees produce walnut fruits. The fruits have seeds inside a hard outer shell. And no matter what cards you're dealt, there's always a way to still do what you love. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, champ. And thanks to you as well, Hans Peter. Molly! Molly, Molly, Molly. We're back. And let me tell you, if I'm ever lost in the woods, just go ahead and assume I'm not going to make it. Turns out outdoor survival does not come naturally to me. Don't say that. Sounds like the outdoor survival training didn't go so great, though. You could say that. Molly, I couldn't get my shelter to stay up and the sun was just beating down on me. And my fire wouldn't start, but that's okay, because it's so hot and muggy out anyways. Who needs fire? And the bugs. <gasps> There's bugs outside, Molly. There are bugs outside. I think I'm just better suited for inside things. With the A.C. And, and little throw blankets and snacks and Oliver and a good podcast such as ours. Hey, there's nothing wrong with leaning into the indoors, Mitzi. Wait a minute. That's a good idea, isn't it? I haven't seen anyone offering indoor survival training classes. I wonder if there's a market for that. I can see that being a thing. I'm going to do some investigating. I'll be back. And while you do that, it's time for our final segment of the day. That's right. I'm excited to be back to talk about how sustainability and our theme ingredient intersect. Welcome to The Sustainable Solution. Today, we're going to talk about, well, nuts. Kind of obvious, right? We're going to focus on something called a water footprint. A water footprint measures how much water is needed to make each product. Some animals or crops require a lot more water than others. It's just one way to measure something's sustainability. There are a lot of other things to think about, like a carbon footprint. But for today, we are just going to talk about water. Let's start with our theme ingredient this week. To produce one ounce of walnuts, you need 70 gallons of water. I know that sounds like a lot, and it is. But that's nothing compared to most other nuts, like pistachios. To produce one ounce of pistachios, you need 85 gallons of water. That makes it one of the most water-intensive nuts. So pistachios are much less sustainable. But pistachios don't even come close to almonds, sad to say. <gasps> almonds are by far the least sustainable nut to produce. To produce one ounce of almonds, you need 120 gallons of water. Which makes them the nut with the biggest water footprint. It actually takes five liters of water, or over one gallon, to produce just one almond. They also have the largest carbon footprint, for reasons that are too complicated for me to explain right now. But in terms of sustainability, almonds are not the answer. Nuts kind of aren't the answer either, in general. To compare these numbers to a different crop, 
To produce one ounce of strawberries, it takes three gallons of water. Compare that to the 120 gallons needed for an ounce of almonds, and you can see the issue. Plus, to make matters worse, most of these nuts are often grown in California, where there are sometimes droughts and water can be hard to come by. Which is why the next time you're looking for a non-dairy milk, maybe try soy or oat. And unfortunately, nuts are just not part of the sustainable solution. Thanks for listening. All right, indoor enthusiasts. Are you all ready for your first lesson on indoor survival skills? Born ready. I can handle that. So, let's talk shelter. Now, when you first sit down on the couch, it might not really form fit to the shape of your butt. So, if you do this little butt shaky, nestling in, you can form a very comfy divot. Excellent tip there. Now, let's talk warmth. I like my air conditioning on a solid 67 degrees Fahrenheit, which is so cold that you might get a little chilly. But if that's the case, instead of turning the air conditioning down, a little throw blanket or a light sweater will go a long way. I have a basket of blankets by my couch that I lean on in moments like these. Ecologically unsound, but you do you, Mitzi. And finally, sustenance. So, let's run through a scenario here. You have nestled nicely into your sofa, you've got a great butt divot, and you are warmly wrapped in a small, ornate blanket with the air conditioner absolutely blasting. Then, just then, a tummy rumble. You are hungry! Quick! What do you do? Get up and go to the fridge? And waste a perfect sofa divot? Kyle, have I taught you nothing? Take a nap and pretend you aren't hungry anymore? Eh, I'll accept it, but not what I was looking for. You yell! You yell like this for help! Oliver! Oliver! Can you please bring me some crackers? But what if we don't have an Oliver? Huh. I guess I never considered that. Well, just hope you don't find yourself in that terrifying situation then, I suppose. And scene! End of lesson one. Nice work, Molly. You passed with flying colors, of course. Thank you. And Kyle, um, you failed, but don't worry, because you're good at lots of other things. Aw, thanks, Mitzi. And I have to say, great lesson. You might not be suited for outdoor survival training, but you are a natural at indoor survival. Thanks, Kyle. Oh, I think you're right. I will admit this was a lot of fun. Well, that's good, Mitzi. But listeners, I think we're about out of time for today. We'll be back with more nutty content for you next time. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is yet? So far, we know it uses water, brown sugar, and walnuts. You'll have to keep listening to find out some more ingredients. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like our show, feel free to share it with a friend or leave us a review, give us some stars, and tell us what you think about the show. Oh, we love hearing from you. Until next time, keep keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Mitzi, and I am a starfruit, and Molly Birnbaum, who is a honey crisp apple. Chad Chennai is a writer and producer. He is a kumquat. 
Andrea Vavjan is a Kanepa, and Katie O'Hara is 11, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Audio services are provided by Ultraviolet Audio, with sound design supervision by Matt Boynton. He's a Nectarine. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Chester Guazda, a banana, and additional engineering by Eric Gorman, a raspberry. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music, and Jonathan is a mangosteen. Our director of post-production is Hen Margolis. She is a pomegranate. Our director of production is Diane Knox, who is also a dragon fruit. Fact-checking by Julia Arwin, a watermelon. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher, and she's a blueberry. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a mango. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's also a raspberry. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, art director, Gabby Hominoff, deputy food editor, Afton Cyrus, associate editors, Andrea Vavjan, Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger, editorial assistant, Julia Arwin, photo test cook, Ashley Stoyanov, test cook, Faye Yang, and managing producer, Yumi Araki. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Cham Pollins, Jonathan Corber, Brian Green, and Ava Lee Wright. Thanks again to our sponsor, Driscoll's. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. So, Molly, pretend you aren't hungry and take a nap. Ah, that was an inspired idea. I mean, you don't want to waste a perfect couch divot. Trust me, I know. That way, you take advantage of some comfy time and you don't have to think about being hungry. You can just wake up and grab a snack after. I am going to have to give this one a try. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 